0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. On the Road with Mac and Molly is brought to you by Dog.com. Ow. For everything and anything dog. Shop dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at dog.com and use the promo code SADMOLLY. S-A-D-M-O-L-L-Y. And get $15 off your order of $75 or more.
1: This is Donna Haleson. Welcome to Pet Life Radio's On the Road with Mac and Molly. Thanks so much for tuning in. In this episode, we'll visit St. Cloud's 4,700-acre eco-ranch and wildlife conservation area, Forever Florida, home of Florida Eco Safaris, where we'll be zip-lining over pine flatwoods and forested wetlands. Joining us in this episode will be Florida Eco Safari's Matt Duda, whose background in marketing, tourism, ecotourism, and conservation makes him just the right one to introduce us to the history of the property, the flora and fauna one finds here, the adventures one can engage in here, and the differences to note between tourism and ecotourism. All that when we return from these messages. So sit, stay, we'll be right back after this pause.
0: sit stay we'll be right back after a short pause Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash road R-O-A-D to get 10% off any order. And free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
1: FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world
0: have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Number 20. <laughs>
2: Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: So we're on the road again and heading south from Orlando to St. Cloud for a visit to Forever Florida where I'll be participating in a zip line safari. We've been traveling for a good hour and just when we are beginning to think we've gone completely astray, we come upon the property. We turn onto the dirt road and are immediately greeted by a muster of peacocks and peahens just meandering along by. We drive past some rustic buildings and finally make our way to a parking lot that lies adjacent to the Welcome Center. And the building does welcome us, with a wraparound porch and lots of rocking chairs. Inside, we find a restaurant, gift shop, and check-in counter. We discover that we can choose to participate in a two-and-a-half-hour zip line safari at $85 a person, a horseback safari, $40 for an hour or $60 for two hours, or a two-hour coach safari at $28 for adults, $22 for children between the ages of 6 and 12. Also on offer at Florida Eco Safaris, we find a three-hour rawhide roundup, through which we can learn the basics of herding cattle and tending a ranch. And another option is an overnight horseback safari, which includes riding instructions, a campfire dinner and breakfast, and a guided ride ending with lunch at the property's Cypress restaurant. Tents are provided. So, what to do? Zipline. We pay our fee, sign a waiver, and weigh in. Everyone must be at least 10 years of age and must weigh in because the weight range for participants is between 70 and 275 pounds. Seated at one of the tables in the restaurant, we find three zipline guides. Stephanie LaRiviere, a lovely long-haired blonde from Springfield, Massachusetts. Matt Maldonado, a boisterous dark-haired bundle of bluster from the Bronx. And Megan Caldo, a delightful young woman who came on a zipline tour and was recruited that very day for service as a guide. The three fill us in on some of what we can expect. A a two-and-a-half-hour tour at treetop height at speeds of up to 25 miles an hour. There'll be a dozen people in the group to which we're assigned. At the appointed time, we all scramble up into an all-terrain safari coach, which is elevated five feet off the ground, and we're off to the zip site. Our transport driver, Leslie, points out the cracker cattle alligator and sundry birds we encounter en route and after a short bumpy ride we disembark and ben comes along to show us the way to the zipline pavilion as we go he introduces us to some baby alligators gallagher the macaw the 120 pound half florida panther half cougar jasmine and sundry other animals that make their home in pens on the property we walk another distance to the zip pavilion where we don our gear From there, we walk to our first tower, a metal winding staircase that seems to loom taller and taller as we approach. As some begin to climb up, others on the ground begin weighing the wisdom of stepping into air at treetop elevation, wearing a harness, yes, and attached to a lanyard to the zip line, yes, but still stepping into air to speed along at treetop elevation. With the encouragement and prodding of friends, everyone manages to scale the tower and prepares to launch into space. Now, I love flying. I've piloted a hot air balloon, gone parasailing, and flown in helicopters, prop planes, jumbo jets, and even a military mid-air refueling plane. But I must admit, I approached this experience with some trepidation. On the first tower, I became so concerned about getting from point A, the first tower, to point B, the second tower, that I didn't listen to all the instructions of the guide. I stepped off and almost immediately spun around, so I arrived at the second tower backwards. I had to be wrangled in by another guide. Bless his heart. I listened after that, and I thoroughly enjoyed the rest of the day, walking across sky bridges and traveling from tower to tower and tower to ground. I ended my day of zip lining with a sit on the wraparound porch where I looked out on the rookery, a nesting area for what I'd estimate to be just hundreds and hundreds of birds. A charming little cat came to keep me company. It was a surprising and lovely way to close out the day at Forever Florida. Well, let's take a break. When we return, we'll visit with Matt Duda, director of sales and marketing for Florida Eco Safaris and Forever Florida. He'll tell us more about the flora and fauna of this St. Cloud site, and he'll fill us in on what distinguishes ecotourism from tourism. From him, we'll also hear about the efforts that are being made to preserve the natural beauty and natural ecological balance at Forever Florida. All this and more when we return from these messages. So again, sit, stay. We'll be right back.
0: Sit. Stay we'll be right back after a short pause
2: at Petco we really love
0: pets there isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care so when you ask us a question like
1: so how do you feel about cat
0: condos we can say from experience
1: feels like home for her
0: Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code ROAD, R-O-A-D, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. How would you are available. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, Every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com
1: we're back and delighted to have with us now Matt Duda of Florida Eco Safaris at Forever Florida whose uh, background and uh, current work involves marketing and tourism, ecotourism, and conservation. He'll be sharing with us in this segment details on the flora and fauna one might encounter on a visit to this St. Cloud attraction. And in our time together we'll also be reviewing some of the history of the property, what distinguishes ecotourism from tourism and what efforts are being made to preserve the natural beauty and natural ecological balance at Forever Florida. In the first half of the show, I gave an overview of the eco safari options on offer at Forever Florida and I shared a bit about my own zip lining experience there. But I'm wondering now, Matt, if uh, if you might provide some of the details about the ranch and the conservation area. I understand that Forever Florida boasts nine distinct Florida ecosystems. Could you elaborate on that a bit? Maybe uh, give us a word picture of the landscape?
2: Well, absolutely, Donna. Thanks so much for having us number one. But uh, we've got so much to offer out there in those conservation lands at Forever Florida. As you said, we do uh, have nine different distinct Florida ecosystems that we protect out there. The great thing is that we make it very accessible for people to come out on these fun different kinds of safaris to see those different areas. Now, they're going to range from everywhere from your high and dry grounds like the pine flatwoods, areas where you'll see things like the longleaf pine and palmetto, um, deer grazing, beautiful areas like that, through to the prairies, large open grasslands, and then your the more exotic areas of Florida that uh, sometimes go unseen, like the slough, which is a kind of forested wetland. We've got amazing ways for people to go through all these different areas to experience them, whether they're on the coach safari or the zip line safari, or even on horseback on one of those horseback safaris.
1: Hey, can you tell us a little bit about some of the, uh, the wildlife, too, that you might encounter as you're on the property?
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is nature's home. You know, we've got all kinds of residents out there. Everything from the highly endangered Florida panther. Um, there's not too many of those left in Florida, unfortunately. It's a very endangered cat. And uh, we're proud to have breeding populations that pass through the area. Same thing with the Florida black bear. Um, they pass through on their migratory routes through the state. But your regular residents that you'll see out there every day include the white-tailed deer, alligators, we've got thousands of them out there, hundreds of different kinds of birds that pass through the area. Everything from your bald eagles, Uh, One of our signature birds out there is called the Swallowtail Kite. Really neat birds that uh, move around, almost like little fighter jets, Um, but another bird of prey that you'll see very commonly out there. But uh, it's always different. There's so many different residents out there on each different journey that you take out. You're sure to come across somebody
1: new. Well, when I was uh, visiting just a little bit ago, I had opportunity to stay for, oh, I don't know, maybe about a half an hour or so on the wraparound porch that is by the check-in station and the restaurant. It was a very friendly cat who came up and leapt up into my, uh, into my lap and the two of us watched as perhaps hundreds of white birds clustered on the rookery and uh, I understand that this is an island nesting area for the birds and that was really just a few feet away from us. Can you tell me a bit about the rookery and uh, what I might have seen that day?
2: Absolutely, it's a gorgeous spot you found there I'm so glad you saw it, Donna. One of the best things about making a visit out to Florida, you go safaris so at Forever Florida, is that downtime that you discovered there, where you just sit back on the porch in one of those rocking chairs and really just take in the peace and quiet out there. Glad you saw Lisa. She came up. She's our little welcoming party there, always there to greet the guests. Uh, but uh, with the area that you were overlooking out there, you're right in calling that the Rookery. It's um, an island nesting area. That's where many of the birds overnight from. Now, because that side is actually on the historic ranch side of our operation— You'll see a lot of different kind of birds out there that would go out in the fields throughout the day, kind of peck around looking for food. Things like the cattle egrets, uh, which people might be familiar with, small white uh, birds, um, snowy egrets, some people know them by backs, uh, ibis, all kinds of different birds. But you'll see some of the more, um, I won't say more exotic, but some of the, uh, the the other kinds of birds that tend to kind of melt away into the background, like your uh, snake birds, very common out there as they get that uh, kind of pale gray-blue uh, coloring, Stretching out their wings uh, as they're relaxing from the day, you'll see great blue heron out there. But it's just—it's a beautiful area, and the fun of it is that a rookery is out there. It's in the middle of this pond, so they're safe. They're protected, and uh, come five o'clock or so, as the sun starts coming down, they all go back to that safety where they can roost overnight.
1: It was an amazing sight to see. It really was just so many clustered in that one area. And then driving in and out, we were also entertained by all of the peahens and the peacocks crisscrossing the road. I'm wondering if you might have some, I don't know, particularly favorite spots on the property or maybe some of your own favorite moments that you might want to share or any revelations that, uh, that you might wish to share.
2: Oh, Absolutely. There's so many places out there, just little uh, areas waiting to be discovered, and um, what I really love about the place is that because we have these different kinds of safaris, it makes it easy and accessible for people who aren't necessarily as uh, you know outdoorsy. Maybe they aren't the kind of people who would pick up on a Saturday and go hiking. Um, it makes it so that these areas that are very out deep into the conservation lands are accessible to everybody. One of my favorite spots out there, in the middle of the coach safari, you get to go out um, it's a two-hour experience that drives you out through some seven of these different ecosystems. So halfway through that coach safari, guests get to actually get off that vehicle and take a walk out over this beautiful boardwalk that takes you out over Bull Creek. It's this amazing exotic spot where you're walking under these cypress trees, old cypress that are hundreds of years old. Some of these are as big around as, you know, maybe six to eight feet at their base. Absolutely huge old trees, but amazing to watch that tea-colored water kind of just flow Mm -hmm. right on through, and that's actually one of the tributaries that eventually, as that water heads south, becomes the Florida Everglades, which everybody knows about. It's just a really important area where um, you really see nature, at its best, completely undeveloped, um, just doing what it's meant to do. So that that Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite spots around up there. But Mm -hmm. there's others. One of my other Mm -hmm. favorites is um, this uh, gorgeous spot in the middle of the Zipline Safari Normally, there's all the thrills of the zipline safari where you're flying around in the treetops for two and a half hours. But halfway through that whole journey, one of the lines that you get to go through, we call this slough run. And you actually mm-hmm. get to go to this beautiful area called a forested wetland. Just amazing. As you're zipping down there over the, uh, the water, you can actually look down at the water's flowing underneath and see reflection as you're flying by. It um, really is one of my favorite spots on the whole uh, property.
1: And I actually experienced that. It was uh, interesting to me. I had thought perhaps I uh, sort of pictured myself, oh, I don't know, very gently moving through the, you know, through the treetops. And was quite taken by the fact that you really do zip. You really do move right along. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a, uh, an interesting little adventure for a day. I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about the uh, Alan Broussard Conservancy and Forever Florida, the uh, wider sense of the property and the adjacent uh, Crescent J Ranch. How these came to be, how this whole area was kind of put together, assembled over a period of time, and and why they did come into existence.
2: The mm-hmm. whole thing goes back some thirty years or so, and the Broussard family who first owned the place as just a place to bring the kids out. Um, the father is a successful eye doctor and had a, his own career under his own, um, but wanted the kids to come out and see that ranching heritage that he had grown up with up in Louisiana. So they'd bring him out to the ranch. They'd spend their weekends there. One of their kids, uh, his name was Alan. And little guy, he used to go out and explore the land around the family's ranch there and just loved it. He used to come back and tell them all about the stories, you know, the animals that he spotted throughout the day and bring back little friends and you name it. So Alan grew up, he went on to uh, start getting into all of his education, really on his way to becoming a very successful conservation-based biologist, graduated with his degrees, and was traveling the world to uh, get started on his career. Unfortunately, he got to be into his late 20s and ended up passing away due to complications from a childhood illness that he had, just absolutely crushing. But his dying wish to the parents was, do what you can to save the land around the family's ranch. And that's really what set them forth on this journey that's lasted some, you know, 25-plus years to find different ways that they can put this land that was so special to the family and to Alan especially into permanent conservation. Now, it turns out that this land, in addition to being so special to Alan, is actually what we call a biological hotspot. If you look at a map of where different regions of different kinds of species, endangered species, are located in Florida, right here at Forever Florida, is one of the highest concentrations of those endangered species in the state. So all the more important to conserve that. But the Broussard family, they found these amazing ways to find ways to buy back all of this different land place it into permanent conservation. And nowadays, the way that we generate all that money to do that is through these different ecotourism opportunities. So every time somebody comes out to do a zip line safari or a horseback safari or a coach safari, a huge percentage of revenue from those different tours Actually, goes back into supporting the land management, buying back additional land to be conserved, so that in perpetuity, when anybody comes back to view this beautiful place, it'll always be in this perfectly natural state.
1: Now, what distinguishes ecotourism from tourism, and maybe you could speak a little bit about the challenges you might face as you open the land and its wild inhabitants to the zip line, the coach, the the horseback tours. You know, how do you? work, I guess, to preserve the natural beauty of the site and at the same time open up that property so that human beings can enjoy what's there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's very important, Donna. Ecotourism, essentially, it's uh, tourism, but used toward doing good, um, used toward taking tourist dollars and tourist interest, the money that's generated through that, and using it to make a positive impact in protecting wild areas. That's really what we're doing right here. A lot of people, when they think of ecotourism, they think of these exotic places around the globe, like Costa Rica with the rainforest, um, or even Africa. So, a lot of times, people are really excited to see that we've got a cutting-edge, innovative ecotourism operation, fully sustainable ecotourism tourism operation, at that, located right, you know, one hour southeast of Orlando, Florida, the tourist capital of the world. But uh, you're very much uh, correct that it's important to keep a balance in anything that's ecotourism. We want to take people out there so that they can see these areas. It's really important that people have a firsthand experience with these wild, natural, undeveloped areas um, so that they can learn to care about them just as much as we do. But at the same time, we want to protect those spots. So because of that, we limit the number of people that we have out. This isn't one of those things where you're going to see thousands of people passing through in a day that are, um, you know, all over the place. And the safaris that we offer out there are conducted in a very controlled way so that people are taken through specific routes, so that uh, the areas aren't you know stepped on or really infringed upon in any kind of way larger than what our safaris provide. One of the great things that we've done recently with our newest addition, the Zipline Safari, this is a real staple of ecotourism. The best thing about it is that you're actually up in the treetops. So when it comes to building this experience and sending people through it, we can send as many people through because they're buzzing through the treetops. You know, mm-hmm. They're not trouncing mm-hmm. all the plants. You know, they're not scaring away the animals. It's just mm-hmm. an amazing, peaceful, pollution-free way that people can go out there and see these natural areas. Um, just amazing. As you're soaring through the trees, there, just like a bird.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about the Spanish colonial cattle, also known as cracker cattle, and the cracker horses that you have on the adjacent ranch and, and the work that you're doing to preserve uh, these breeds? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's another important side of the story there. We uh, are very keen on, of course, first and foremost, the conservation efforts that we do. But the other side of our mission is really protecting that Florida heritage tradition that is unfortunately also disappearing from a lot of places. A lot of people don't know that Central Florida is was first uh, known as the place where ranching began in the United States. The early Spanish settlers first came over back in the 1500s and brought with them cattle and horses and other animals uh, intending that they were going to come and settle. Things didn't quite work out exactly as planned, so those animals, many of them ended up actually escaping and or being left behind. great thing about it was those animals ended up being able to live wild in Florida where they stayed there just out supporting themselves in these natural areas for hundreds of years. So because of that, they adapted a little bit. They developed these quirky little tendencies. um, But interesting animals... Those were then redomesticated, first by the Native Americans, and then later by the other pioneers coming down into Florida in the 1800s or so. But um, this is one of those things that a lot of people don't talk about. They know a lot about the uh, the tourist destinations in central Florida. But this ranching side of of Florida's history, it's kind of disappearing. So we're very keen on keeping that whole, whole story up and running. We have the largest living herd of what's called Spanish colonial cattle. A lot of people also refer to those as uh, cracker cattle, kind of the colloquial as a forum. Same thing with the uh, cracker horses. These are those direct descendants of the kinds of cows and horses that were first brought over by the Spaniards back in the 1500s that lived wild for all their time. But it's amazing to be able to see these. Really nice that Mm -hmm. we're keeping that part of the story alive.
1: All right, so what's coming up at Forever Florida in the way of camping experiences and festivals?
2: Yeah, we've always had some special things going on throughout the year. We call our special events Festival Days, and there's several that pop up. By all means, people can visit the website. That's FloridaEcoSafaris.com to stay up on all the latest. Um, Up next, we've got uh, all kinds of different holiday celebrations. We do things for Easter and Christmas. We do some great events in fall. Um, Our real signature event there that's become a a huge hit over the last 12 or 13 years is called Patrick Smith Day. That happens every November. And it's a great way for people to come out and really celebrate Florida history and heritage. We do special safaris throughout the day. Patrick Smith was a great Florida author and historian. He wrote about the same kind of wild places um, back in the pioneer days, but um, the same kind of uh, natural settings take place in his books as the ones that we're protecting these days. So it's a really great way to bring history to life as we take people through and show them the conservation lands um, and these natural areas where those pioneers would have lived. That's always a fun event, but there's always something new coming up.
1: And camping experiences as well, yes, for children?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We've got great uh, opportunities for camping out there. Families can come out and just do uh, a couple overnights in our uh, camping areas. But we also have a summer camp that we operate um, that does eight week-long sessions every single summer. It's really a lot of fun where the kids go out and they learn uh, how to horseback ride. They learn all about conservation. They study the animals, um, learn how to work on a ranch. Really a nice, fun day, and that is a uh, seven-day-long, week-long camp for boys and girls ages 10 to 15.
1: And I guess maybe my last question might be, what plans the uh, folks at Forever Florida might have for uh, future development of the site?
2: Well, we've always got new things coming up. We're always looking at ways that we continue to be on the cutting edge of ecotourism. It's one of those things that, you know, especially being right outside of Orlando, it's important to have fresh adventures available for people to come out. And we always want to make it continually more engaging, especially for the younger kids who, unfortunately, are kind of wandering away from doing outdoor activities. So we've got some things on the horizon that will be coming up very shortly, a little too soon to talk about this right now, but some new adventures that will be coming up starting in 2012.
1: Right. And just sort of wrapping up, are there any sort of last words that you'd uh, wish to share with uh, our listeners?
2: I really would. We invite everybody to certainly come out and check out Florida Eco Safaris at Forever Florida. Uh, it's one of those things where you'll certainly have a fun day out there, but like we talked about, that visit does make a difference. The money goes back into conservation programs, education programs, so you can really feel good about their day. But don't worry too much about that. Focus on the fun. Now, for more information there, we do need advanced reservations for all the different safaris, so people can give us a call. That number is 407-957-9794. And for more information, by all means, please visit that website. That's FloridaEcoSafaris.com.
1: Very good. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us. We've uh, really enjoyed having this uh, time to converse with you, Matt. And uh, also just want to thank all the folks who are listening today. And, well, that's it for this episode. We're grateful to Matt Duda for being with us today, and we're grateful to you for listening. I hope you'll visit the On the Road with Mac and Molly blog on the Pet Life Radio website, where you'll find photographs from this zipline safari and more information about Florida eco-safaris. I also hope you'll join us next time as we head out on the road with Mac and Molly. Let's Talk Pets, every week
0: on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.